Hello, and welcome back to the Stuff I Like podcast with me, Sherry. So in this episode, I thought I'd talk about things that I think are worth it. And that's kind of general, but I made a list of technology slash electronic slash new agey things that I think are worth it. And that will be what I'm listing out in this podcast today. And I'm going to go through them quickly because I have a huge list. So the number one thing that I think is totally worth it, if you have the money, is Silphrum X RF microneedling. The RF stands for radio frequency. Now, this is something that I've been doing at my clinic for about a year and a half now, almost two years. And every single time I do a Silphrum X session, oh my God, my skin afterwards, it's glowing. And there's no downtime. So you know how with microneedling, as you may or may not know, after you leave the clinic, you might look like you've been punched in the face multiple times with very, very tiny needles. There's blood everywhere. It ain't pretty. My friend did it. She sent me pictures afterwards and I was like, oh, what happened to your face? Did you get punched in the face? I was slapped multiple times because that's what it looked like. And she just did the traditional microneedling, which of course is cheaper. With Silphrum X, it's smaller needles and they do radio frequency. I'm not so sure how radio frequency really helps the needles. I just know that there's no downtime. When I leave the clinic, my face looks perfectly fine. Maybe just a smidge pink, but there's no bleeding, nothing. It just looks okay. So I'm not coming home and scaring little bun, for instance, you know? <laughs> that was my fear after microneedling. And I think I paid about $2,000 for four sessions, if I recall correctly. And you do need four sessions. In the very beginning, you'll need one every month. And then afterwards, you can just maintain your skin with one or two treatments a year, which is exactly what I'm doing. But I tell you, every single time I come out after a Silphrum X RF session, my skin is incredible for that week and even for up to a month and a couple months later. My skin's just amazing. The second item I think is kind of small, but has really changed my life. And I know this sounds so stupid. It's just a key organizer. <laughs> I used to have lots of keys kind of jangling around in my purse and it was driving me crazy because then it would scratch the front of my screen of my phone. So I already have a screen protector on my phone, but I could see that the protector itself was scratched. And I really hate the noise of jangling keys. I don't know if you've heard this, but I was at Starbucks the other day waiting in line and this guy was just jangling his keys and I wanted to turn around and lose it on him, Kevin Hart style, but I did not. I kept it together, but... I really think that this Orbit key organizer has really saved me. I like that it keeps all my keys stacked together and doesn't jangle around in my purse or scratch anything. And whenever I need a key, it took some getting used to, but I just kind of pop out the key that I need, which is usually my house key most of the time, to be honest with you, because with my car key, I don't even put it in my car anymore. I just walk up to it and it opens, right? So the house key that just pops out or the mail key, I just put them near the front. They're easy to grab. And that's it. You can also rearrange the keys the, any way that you'd like so that they're nice and neat and you know where they are at all times. And honestly, for me, it's a huge game changer <laughs> in terms of jangling keys. Moving on, I think that the next item for my list would be solid state hard drives. I know I sound like a geek when I say this, but I'm a huge fan <laughs> of hard drives, external hard drives. I love backing up all of my information and storing everything because I'm kind of a data hoarder. And the best brands that I found for this 
are Western Digital and SanDisk. And actually, they own <laughs> each other. I don't know who owns who, but they're sister companies. And if you know anything about hard drives, you know that there's two kinds. There's the external hard drive that is a motorized one. You can hear the clicking noise when the motor is running. And then there's solid state where it just sends signals back and forth and there's no moving parts at all. So where I think the splurge is worth it, especially since I bought a few and now I'm backing up all my work on solid state drives. First of all, it goes so much quicker when you're moving and transferring files, number one. Something that used to take me 15 hours to back up on my computer. I use Carbon Copy Cloner to make an image of my Mac every couple weeks or so. Something that used to take me 15 to 18 hours because my computer is four terabytes, now only takes me an hour and a half. I mean, it's incredible how fast it is. Then with solid state drives, you should have no problem with the motor conking out on you because there's no moving parts at all. It's totally electronic or electrical, I should say electrical impulses. I don't know how this works. I just know it's called a solid state drive. And the price is still kind of expensive. For four terabytes, I think I paid $350 Canadian, including taxes for one drive. But the prices have come down over the years. I remember when it used to be $800. So now it's more reasonable. If you don't need four terabytes, don't buy four terabytes. You can buy a one terabyte solid state drive for about $100-ish these days. The next item I think is super useful, and I own four of them, actually one of them is now defunct because it's so old it doesn't hold the charge anymore, it's my Apple AirPods. I've tried many a headphone over the years. I've tried wired ones, I've tried, no, actually I lied. I have not tried any cheaper wireless ones because I've just gone to AirPods and just never looked back. There are lots of people out there recommending wireless headphones or whatever else, listen, Every time I hear about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I know that you're just not going to get the same kind of quality that you can with AirPods. I'm sorry to say the quality in terms of listening is the same on a cheaper set of headphones, but the speaking is not. And that's where the technology is. It's in the speaking. It's making sure you have the right technology to be able to speak and to do all of that other stuff. So I have three pairs. I have two at home to switch in and out, and they last very long. It's just that I use them very often. I use them pretty heavily. I abuse them. And then I have a pair when I go out. So that's why I have three pairs. I like the kind without the silicone insert because when you have the silicone insert in my ear, it triggers my vertigo and I get very, very sick because there's no airflow going into my ear canal. So that's the reason why I buy the third generation. I think they just call them AirPods and there's no silicone insert on them. You can also buy the ones with the silicone insert if you like that feeling and if you like not hearing anything at all. I can definitely hear things with my AirPods. I mean, obviously they're not totally sound canceling just because there's no silicone insert, but then I'm gonna look at to getting the AirPods Max coming September, probably the pink ones that are over the ear headphones. And with those, I don't know why I went Texan there. With those headphones, I should be able to hear nothing at all because it's noise canceling. So those are coming in September. Another item I bought recently and I use for podcasting, I don't know if you're in the market for microphones and that sort of thing, the Shure MV7 podcasting microphone setup, genius. You just plug it in, plug in your headphones, plug it to your laptop or computer or whatever, and you're done. I'm also hoping that once I get the new phone in September, I'll be able to plug this directly into my phone and I'll be able to podcast in my car rather than having to wait when I'm at home and everybody's out of the house which is when I do all my podcasts. <laughs> but yeah, the Shure MV7, so easy to use, so easy to set up. 
And I just use Audacity as a software for recording, which all of you recommended to me, and it's free. The other item on my list is the Bose Beosound portable speaker. I use this in place of my regular computer speakers because sometimes I'm playing a movie, but I'm doing dishes. So the sound has to be on super, super high and loud on my computer, and it sucks. So that's the reason why when I have the external speakers, I just attach it with Bluetooth to my Beosound speakers, and I just move the speaker to the counter where I'm working, and I can hear everything perfectly. So while I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians <laughs> or any other kind of sh trash show like that, Lincoln Lawyer, that's my new favorite. If I'm watching anything like that, I just have the sound coming out onto the counter as I'm doing stuff. The other item on my list is the Glocal Me 5G mobile Wi-Fi device. So it's just a device. Whatever you're paying for, I think I paid $550 for just the device. And then you can buy the wireless hotspot packages from them using their cloud SIM. Cloud SIM meaning you don't need to buy a physical nano SIM to insert into the product. You can just connect to their servers wirelessly and buy a package for that day in whatever country that you're in. So let's say you're traveling all over Europe. You can just buy the international package or whatever it is for, I think it's $219 a month. So you can just go to any country in the world and just connect to wireless with your mobile hotspot. Because I'm only using it in Canada, I signed up with a telephone plan with TELUS and I pay $65 a month for 50 gigs at 5G and then unlimited after that. And I took their nano SIM and I inserted it into the device and now I just connect to that mobile hotspot where, wherever I am, whenever I'm working in the car, I'm in the park, wherever I am, I have mobile hotspot with me and a very strong connection because it's like a cell phone hotspot. I would have used my cell phone as a hotspot, which is what I was doing before, but it kept cutting out because apparently they put in new technology very recently this year where if you're not dedicated to just using your phone as a hotspot, it recognizes that you are not using it as a hotspot and you're doing other things like taking calls, going on Instagram, writing emails, and it cuts you off from the hotspot. It's freaking annoying, and that's the reason why I think they found another way <laughs> Uh, to basically make you buy a second cell phone line if you use your phone a lot as a hotspot, which is what I was doing before. Also, my phone was getting really hot when I was using it as a hotspot, which is actually quite apt as a name, hotspot. Anyway, my point is more that I needed to get a second cell phone line to be able to use it in Canada, and it's much cheaper at $65 a month rather than the 219 US a month or $109 US for Canada only. It's just cheaper if you can stay in your local country and get the nano SIM, or if you're planning on being somewhere else for a longer period of time, let's say you're working remotely in Japan, you can just get a nano SIM in Japan and pop it in and use the global hotspot on that. No, I'm sorry, use the nano SIM of Japan's cell phone network in the GlocalMe Wi-Fi hotspot device rather than paying for their cloud SIM packages, which are very convenient, but probably triple the price or more. But this for me has been a huge game changer. I now work in my car very comfortably with this Wi-Fi. Whenever I need to run into a store quickly in between calls or whatever it is, because I'm parked in a parking lot and I'm working and I'm also running errands at the same time, I just leave the Wi-Fi running on the global hotspot. I leave my laptop running, go inside, run my quick errand, drop off packages, come back. So yeah, huge game changer for me, especially if you're somebody like me that likes to work out of their car or work in a park 
on a picnic blanket with snacks and you have no Wi-Fi whatsoever all around you. The other item is a Kindle Oasis. I don't want to enable anybody, but this is the best ebook reader I've ever owned. I used to be a die-hard Kobo e-reader fanatic, and this Kindle Oasis has completely changed the game. It is so easy to use. I love the physical buttons to click back and forth. I bought one for Little Bun as well, and he reads a lot, and I read a lot, so this is an excellent e-reader if you're looking for one. For taking notes and that sort of thing, I have been looking at the Remarkable 2, which I think looks really good as well. The thing is that I'm not really sure I'd use it that often in terms of taking notes. I'm not somebody that really uses paper. I try not to because I think it's wasteful. That's why I have a fountain pen and all this other stuff. But I'm trying my best to see if there's a need there after I finish all my notebooks that I bought in terms of paper taking. And I might buy the Remarkable 2. Actually, it's also a slightly bigger screen than the Kindle Oasis, and you can use it to read comic books. So I may buy it just for that reason, to read magazines, comic books, take notes. I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of pricey just to read comic books on it rather than the Kindle Oasis. You can just have the Kindle Oasis read the comic book in half pages rather than a full page. But we'll see how I feel. I'm not really sure that I'm sold that I would actually use it quite often. My next item, moving on to personal care, it's the Amope Pediped. Actually, am I saying this right? Is it Amope or Amope? A-M-O-P-E. And it's one of those foot filer things. I don't know what you want to call it. Foot scrubber, filer, scrubber thing. Anyway, instead of me using my hand to scrub my foot back and forth and remove calluses in the shower, I use this rechargeable device in the shower and it's wet or dry. I've had it for over five years now, the same device. I recharge it, I use it all the time and it's the only thing keeping my cracked heels from looking awful in the summer. The other item I like is the Wonderlint shaver. This is not wireless, it's not rechargeable, you do need to plug it in, but the wire, blah, 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 blah. the wire is pretty long and I find that when you just plug it in and just have a flat surface, like on a counter, a kitchen counter, you can just do your work there. You don't really need it to be that portable, like in the shower <laughs> with the foot filer. So the Wonderlint shaver is excellent for removing all the fuzzies and baubles, and it's got a huge head at the front, so you can really get to all of those places at once, rather than having to go over a spot multiple times because it's too small. I, of course, remove the safety guard because I always do, and I find it really gets to the baubles closer. And Little Bun loves doing it because he says it's very relaxing. So, I mean, if you have a child, maybe you might want to buy them a Wonderlint shaver for Christmas or their birthdays and tell them to have at it because it's apparently very relaxing for children. <laughs> I think it's also relaxing for adults as well. I mean, as you're watching a show or something, you can be delinting and defuzzing your sweaters. It's very ASMR. The next item in this personal care category would be the Kexi steamer, K-E-X-I. This steamer is an iron and a steamer in one. It's supposed to be portable, comes in cute colors. So I bought the green one, of course, sage green, matcha green, whatever you want to call it. I'm obsessed with that shade. Anyway, this steamer is excellent. I just find that the head's a bit heavy as you're holding it, trying to steam your items. But that's a minor point in the fact that it doesn't drip. A steamer that doesn't drip, oh my God, sign me up. Because all the steamers that I've used have always dripped all over my clothes and sprayed over my face <laughs> in this hot water, okay? This Kexi steamer does not drip and works 
beautifully. You can also use it as a actual iron, but you would need an ironing board because it's not like you can iron it on a wooden table or a counter. So Kexi steamer, excellent. Especially if you don't like to use those irons in hotel rooms. I hear some people are weird about that, and I am too, because they leave a lot of mineral deposits from the irons, and you don't know what people have been doing with that. Are they making sandwiches in their hotel rooms and pressing sandwiches down with that iron? You don't know. You don't know what people are doing, and then you're going to get that disgusting you know, mac and cheese sandwich or whatever they're making, BLT, oily business all over your clothes, your very nice clothes that you're trying to iron. So no, I'd rather just bring my own iron and my own steamer and just be done with it. Two more items, I promise I'm almost done. <laughs> it's the Aquarius Water Flosser. I bought this about a year and a half ago. I gotta tell you, total game changer for my gums. I turned it on 10 because I worked my way up to that and I water floss after I regular floss. Yes, I do both. And this water flosser, if you're in a time crunch or you're lazy, you should do this over not flossing at all, okay? Because it's excellent. It gets out all the little tiny pieces of food and crap that's stuck in between your teeth, and that's usually what causes cavities. And I find that it really massages your gums, which is the main thing that my dentist told me the last time to take care of. It's really my gums. So Aquarius Water Flosser, it's the right size. You can do the top and bottom parts of your teeth without having to stop and refill the cartridge or the little container thing. And I really like that it's small and it's portable. You could even travel with it if you wanted to. I mean, if you're really that into your teeth, you could, you could travel with this water flosser. I personally wouldn't. I would just floss regularly and use dental picks and be done with it. But I mean, you could. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's so big that you can't travel with it, right? But I just, I wouldn't bring it. The last item on my list would be the Oral-B 1000 toothbrush. Again, I love this toothbrush. I didn't realize that more expensive toothbrushes were worth the money. I thought it was a huge scam, <laughs> total scam. I used to buy the cheap Oral-B $30 electronic rechargeable toothbrush, and that did its job. But when I switched over to the Oral-B 1000 for, <laughs> you're gonna laugh, because it was pink. It was pink in the stores. I thought it looked cute. I thought, YOLO, why don't I just buy a really nice rechargeable toothbrush? It's pink, it's cute. It seems to be better based on reviews. And oh my God, the first night I brushed my teeth, I was like, oh my God, you have to use this toothbrush. Here, give me your toothbrush head. You have to try it. My partner tries it with his toothbrush head and he's like, wow, my teeth are so clean. So he also got one too. I've converted everybody around me. Even my mother has one now. But ever since I got the Oral-B 1000 toothbrush, my visits to the dentist have been shorter and cheaper as a result because it really scrubs away all the, all the tartar and everything. I mean, you feel like you just came back from the dentist. That's how clean your teeth are gonna feel. So that combined with the Aquarius water flosser, I think your, your oral hygiene will be at its tip-top shape. <laughs> and I'm a huge fan of oral hygiene only because it causes a lot of indirect diseases that you may not be aware of, such as having cancers or diseases because you're swallowing that tartar or the stuff that gets stuck in your teeth and whatever after it's been rotting and they've linked it to diseases and stuff like that. I have to Google it. I read an article on it. I can't remember which disease specifically, but it does affect your entire health. Plus, who doesn't want to have a beautiful set of chompers 
into their late hundreds. <laughs> That's the goal. Okay, late 90s, okay, late 90s. Who doesn't want to have their own teeth all the way to the end? I don't want to wear fake teeth. I don't know about you, but I don't want dentures, okay? So I'm taking care of my teeth, and they're going to be beautiful and straight all the way until the end, the very, very end. Oh my God, I lied. I do have one more thing on my list. It's the Dyson Airwrap. <laughs> I really love this Dyson Airwrap. I don't use it as often as I used to because I don't go to the office. But when I do go to the office and I do have events coming up or I'm seeing friends and I feel like I want to do something special, I bust out the Dyson Airwrap. And this Airwrap for a stupid hair newbie like me, actually, I shouldn't say stupid because little buns always on me. He's like, you're not stupid, mommy. Don't say you're stupid. So for somebody who's a real newbie like me and doesn't understand anything about how to do anything with their hair, I never even owned a hair dryer until I had the Dyson Airwrap. And it happens to come with a little mini air hair dryer. So that's handy. But I didn't use curling irons. I didn't do anything to my hair before because I just, I was always afraid of burning myself, hearing all those horror stories with curling irons. And I could never get the curling iron to not kink in my hair when I used it at a friend's house, you know, with trepidation. I would use a, a curling iron and my curls would be so perfectly surely templed. This might be too old of a reference for some of you, but they would be so tight and so curly that I looked really, really strange, <laughs> like some bizarre doll <laughs> from a horror movie, okay? So I didn't like the curls that it was giving me. And I was always afraid of getting burned with the curling iron because it would heat up so quickly. Plus, I also didn't like that I didn't know how to use it properly. And I know this is a me problem, not a curling iron problem, but I could never get the curls to hang properly. They would kink off at the strangest sections. And then you would just have this long dip of the end of your hair coming down straight because you couldn't get it around the curling iron without burning your fingers. So when I found a Dyson Airwrap and it was just hot air and I could just let my hair wrap itself around the barrel, I was sold. After one demonstration, I bought it. It was such a good purchase. My hair has nice, nice, beautiful beachy curls when I actually want to do something with it. And yeah, I love the Dyson Airwrap. Totally worth the money, 100%. And I only use the big barrels. I bought all the attachments, of course, but I don't straighten my hair and I don't do anything else with it but I only use the big barrels. I tried using the smaller ones, but I don't like the tight curls that it gives me. So I don't know, maybe somebody has to teach me a new hairstyle with these tight curls. But anyway, that's one of the last items that I really like on my list. And that's it. Those are all the items that I would recommend. I'm going to have the list of everything I mentioned in the podcast in the description of this episode so that you can see the proper spelling of everything. <laughs> Sorry. And... I really don't like to go over 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I know I'm over for podcasts, but I thought that these were very handy. So let me know what you think, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.